Hey guys, today's podcast is brought to you by LootCrate.com. LootCrate is a monthly mystery crate that delivers the best in geek and gaming gear. From collectibles, apparel, tech gadgets, art, and other epic gear. It's like Comic-Con in a box. Because you listen to this podcast, you can save 10% off on any new subscription at www.trylootcrate.com slash row. When you're there, enter the promo code BRIDGE10 for an additional 10% savings on your first purchase. This is the World of Raw Podcast. And now your host, standing at 6'4", 225 pounds, from Alice, Texas, Rohan Santos. All right, folks, sit back, relax, and crank up that audio level to the highest decibel because you're about to get into the World of Row podcast. I am your host. My name is Row. I am a loving husband, a caring father, a wonderful son, a delightful friend, among other things. But most importantly, this is my podcast, and I am a podcaster, and I'm coming to you live from my man cave slash outdoor area this week. And um, it's a little bit different because I'm recording this week's monologue ahead of time as I always tend to do but way ahead of time and um, yeah so this podcast is available to you every Friday on iTunes Google Play Stitcher Radio wherever you listen to your podcast the best way that you can help out my podcast is always you know leave that review that five-star review rate it and of course you got to subscribe to it use your social media to share it with your friends do text messages do all kinds of things like that Help me spread the word and love about my amazing podcast. All right, so how's your week going? I hope you've had an amazing 4th of July. Like I said, I'm recording this two days in advance. This is July 2nd. This episode will drop to you on July the 7th or 8th. I can't remember, but something a little different with this monologue. I actually uh, I have somebody here with me doing this monologue. Um, You want to chime in? Yeah, uh, this is Roel. Senior, <laughs> part of this podcast for this episode, <laughs> which uh, I'm honored to be here with Junior. Yeah. Uh, only his daddy can call him Junior. And hello to everybody out there. Oh, I'm glad you're here, man. And um, this week's guest uh, is a big fan of yours, actually. Really? Yeah. Um, you you were on a few episodes back, and uh, his name's... Uh, his name's Nick from the Epic Film Guys. That's the guest this week. But he said that you he thought you would be, you you could be not would be but could be his life coach. Really? Yeah. Wow. Thank you, Nick. <laughs> Ooh, I bet you have a trick. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. So you know we're we're on, this is a weekend, but you know yesterday you uh, came back from vacation. Yes. So how was that? I loved it, Junior. I loved it. I didn't want to come back, but I had to. I would have stayed longer. I would if I could, but I couldn't, so I didn't. Nice. Well, that was a nice little But it was nice to get away from South Texas and go to another hot place. (laughs) But it wasn't as humid. Yeah. Meet other people, and and we we enjoyed ourselves, brother. Man, it was nice. It was nice. I'm sure there's a lot of fans out there that have been out there. Oh, yeah. Cabo San Lucas. Yeah, that's what, yeah, yeah. yeah. So did you have some tequila? To kill you, yes. Kill you. I had a little bit of everything. I'm not prejudiced. I, you know, I'll drink <laughs> and party nicely, politely, and very, very quietly. And uh, yes, but I maintain my composure. I never lost uh, the composure. Right. But uh, 
met a whole bunch of beautiful people, and I like a challenge. I mean, you know me. Oh, Everywhere yeah. I go, if I see somebody that is looking at me or staring at me or looking down at me, I'll go out there and make small talk and see if I can get them to talk. Makes sense. And I did that, and I, I was talking to, you name it, Indians, uh, Arabs, Mexicans, white, Canadian, brothers, sisters. So everybody. Young old. Yeah. You, just, you just interacted with everyone. I did. I love that. I love that. Yeah. So, I mean, I... One of the one of the reasons why I wanted to have you come on here was because, like I said, just to get you into this monologue and um, and you share your vacation experience. Because a lot of people, you know, you're you're actually a pretty popular guy amongst the uh, listening community of my podcast, and they thought you were an awesome, delightful wow. guy. Thank you to everybody out there. I mean, I'm just being me. <laughs> like my daddy used to say, "If you can't be honest, you might as well be quiet." And then he looked at me and said, "Hmm." I know you ain't going to be quiet. Well, naturally, of course, you're never really quiet. But like I said, Nick's a big fan of yours. And so those of you who got, those of you who don't know, Nick is actually on the podcast this week. He was actually on episode eight way back in, way back when, and uh, got to be able to connect with him. And it was actually kind of like a spur of the moment thing. And we talk a lot about what he likes to do aside from his podcast. And he is an epic film guy. You know, his podcast, Epic, epic Film Guys podcast. Check it out. It's a great show. But we talked a little bit about his creativity, and he's a, he's a writer. He likes screenplays. He's a big fan of film, but he also wants to venture out and cry, try to cry, try to create different things. Right. But like I said, it was nice to have you on this intro or this, Thank you. this beginning because – Thank you for having me, Of course, Junior. Yeah, and I mean, there's going to be plenty and plenty of uh, experience, you know, experience. Why am I saying experiences? It must, it must be the heat. Getting it's to the me. heat in it's San the, Antonio. Yeah, it's the heat, you know, and uh, like I said, he's a big fan of yours, so I, I wanted to kind of include you on this little thing, and everyone's a big fan of yours. And speaking of which, hey, Thank so how's that, uh, how's that speaking circuit coming around? Uh, well, you know, I was going to talk to you about that. Um, I'm still working on my uh, first uh, speaking engagement, which uh, nobody has called me or offered <laughs> me anything. All you've got to do is just offer me the, a plane ticket and a place to stay and three meals, and, and we're good to go. Uh, I mean, I'm easy. I'm easy. Wherever you are, I'll be there, like Michael Jackson used to say. Was that Michael Jackson there. that said that? Michael. Oh, Jackson 5. Or the Jackson 5. Yeah, well, but that was Michael him Jackson. singing. Yeah, that was, that was him singing. singing. That, that, that was my time for all you baby boomers out there. Yeah. I'll be there. So did you... Uh, did uh, man? I, oh, so do you think you'll need a teleprompter to do your little speaking, or do you just kind of wing it? No, no, no. There's one thing I think I've told you this before, and and when I took that psychology class, I learned yeah. right there and then that we can do anything. I, I don't need any uh, assistance of any kind. I mean, I'm just gonna go up there and say what I have to say naturally, and, and that's it. Man, well, you you always kind of kick ass doing that, so. Well, that's that's my trade. I <laughs> I love it. I am who I am, and you know, God had to have had a great sense of humor when he made you, when, when he, he made me yeah. and people like me. <laughs> all right, Julian. All right, man. All right, all right. So, uh, we'll we'll save the Abbott and Costello. Not Abbott and Costello. What is it? The Tom Fullery for all the it's, other. It's the wor World of Roll Junior 
with Roy Sr. Oh, yeah. The world of Roe Ro Jr. with Roy Sr. or Roe Sr., whatever you guys have it. Anyway, so uh, we'll go ahead and play that episode for you guys now. Um, Dad, is there anything else you would like to add before we start the episode or anything you want to say to... Uh, you can find me on Facebook, uh, <laughs> email G-A-F-A-S-R, lowercase, <laughs> at yahoo.com. Um, my address is 817,000. Yeah, no, you don't want to give them that. <laughs> no, I know that, but. <laughs> if you want to send them like love letters or. Well, no, airplane nature. tickets. That's what <laughs> oh, I'm talking yes. about. <laughs> airplane tickets. FedEx them. Like they used to say in the back in the day, email me, call me, fax me, text me. You know, Facebook. Yeah, you know, that's, that you just have Facebook. You don't do any other types of social media, right? No, 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 no. It's humor, Junior. Oh, my bad, it's my humor. bad. Okay, it's okay. Humor. Well, you know what? He is he is my father on Facebook, so if you guys want to follow him, it's Roel Santos Sr. You can find him on yeah. Facebook, and he's always got something nice to say. About everybody. Everybody. I mean, I hate everybody, so I talk about everybody. <laughs> no, 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 no. He doesn't hate joking. everybody. He loves everybody. I love everybody. Yeah. I don't care. Rich, poor, black, white, right. yellow. You know, skinny, yeah. a little on the heavy side. Hey, I love everybody. <laughs> okay, so you ready to hear this episode? I'm ready, Freddie. My hands are steady. <laughs> All right. All right, man. Well, let's go ahead and get that show started, and we'll you catch you it. guys on the other end. Later. Nick, how the hell are you? I am great, brother. How you doing? I'm good, man. It's uh, it's nice to uh, catch up with you again. I see. I was thinking this wasn't going to happen until Ghostbusters came out, and you <laughs> thoroughly bashed the hell out of it. Oh yeah. So this is a nice treat. So we have to plan another show for oh, sometime you... in July after Ghostbusters comes out because <laughs> okay. you're going to see it whether you want to or not. Oh my gosh, man. Okay, you look only because you're you're saying so. I I probably will go see it. <laughs> just to I'll call bash you out on shit. every show until you do. Uh, I know, dude. Well, you know what? You've been calling me out in a number of ways on your show about this or any other type of way. So I will go see it and I will have a, I'll try to go on with an open mind. You know, I was just listening to the episode or your recent episode and you guys were talking about um, TMNT. And so I kind of tried to put it into a perspective the way Justin was, was referring to it. Mm-hmm. And I haven't seen it yet, but I, they were showing the original one the other day when I was at work, it was, it was kind of cool. Yeah. I mean, in that original one, my, myself and Justin both bashed the hell out of it when it came out, but the, the, no, no, the, I'm, I'm sorry. The 1989. Oh, you mean one. The, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, that's such a good movie. Such oh, a good yeah, movie yeah. for its time. It's definitely dated now, but it's yeah. such a good movie. Yeah. But yeah. No, the one I did in 2014 was a shit pile. Oh but, yeah. No, I remember you bashing the heck out of it, <laughs> but then, yeah, this one was actually, it was nice. It, it was, it was just more fun. It was, you yeah. know, I don't know. It was it, it had its it had its great moments, I'll say. Yeah, so uh so what's new, man? What's what's going on? You're you're uh, happily married now. I am. I am. Uh just over a month now, month and a week, five weeks. I should count the days. The wife would get mad at me if I counted the days. <laughs> yeah, just over a month. It's been great. I mean, no, did nothing's different. You know, everybody was like, "Oh yeah, it'll be nothing's different, but you have a piece of paper." They were exactly right. It's yeah. exactly what I expected. So, it's, so y'all been y'all been together for quite some time, right? We didn't really talk about it last time because you you were it was in I think March or something. You were planning the wedding and everything. Yeah, and we have been together for about three and a half years prior to getting married. Okay. So, you know, definitely 
a good long relationship, most of which was long distance too, which really, really got to be pretty taxing yeah. after a while. But, you know, we stuck it out. We held in there and, you know, now we're married and I still drive her nuts. She's probably still going to end up killing me one of these days. Yeah. And hey, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, and, you, and you have a son, right? And he, man, he's like your doppelganger. I have two sons, actually, you but only two. one of okay. them lives with me. And, yeah, the youngest son, he he pretty much is just a smaller version of me. He's got my same kind of emotional tics. Like, I'm prone to just outbursts of random yeah. irritation. If I'm, if I'm irritated, I don't want to be bothered. He's pretty much exactly the same way. And, you know, he's huge into video games and anime just like I am or just like yeah. I was. I don't have right. time for that shit anymore. Uh, just work and podcasting and everything else sucks up most of my time now. Yeah. So. No, I, I hear you, man. It, it it it's doing the same thing for me. I used to play a lot of video games and I kind of like I think I'm I don't know if I'm growing out of it or what. I'm definitely not growing out of it. Like I've been playing the <laughs> shit out of some Fallout 4 lately, which I absolutely love. I yeah. got to watch a bunch of the E3 stuff that they did yesterday with the new Resident Evil games coming out. I'm super pumped for that even though 6 was a turd. And, <laughs> you know, I, I still love playing video games, but I just I don't have the time to dedicate to them. I think right. my Fallout Four character, I'm I'm maybe two and a half days of total play time into that game. It came yeah. out in what October, November of last year. Yeah, I think so. So yeah. that's indicative of how little time I've actually had to play video games because I think Fallout Three and New Vegas when I played those. You're mm-hmm. talking, I have like weeks and weeks and weeks in several characters because Holy I was shit. living by myself at the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, that was before I got married and everything. So, yeah, I just had far more time. And that was before podcasting. And now podcasting is its own goddamn job. And by the way, I got to I gotta congratulate you because I was back on your show. What was it? Episode eight, I think. Yeah, episode eight. Yeah. Episode eight. And you know what? You have grown over leaps and bounds, dude. And I know I've told you this in Slack yeah. chat and... I've told you this in the various conversations that we've had. Right. I'd like to think that we've become, you know, pretty good acquaintances, pretty good yeah. friends. You yeah. know, I, I, I really I think love we're talking more friends. to you. Yeah, I love yeah. talking to you. So I, I oh, but I wanted to man. say it just to you, man. Your show has grown by leaps and bounds. Your your sound has grown. Your show sounds so great now. The way it's evolved and everything. You're doing a great job, man. I just I can't tell you enough to just keep going, just keep plugging away at it. Thanks, man. I really appreciate that. And uh, I, you did. He, you've uh, every time. You know, one thing I will always say, and I gotta thank you. And I don't think I've done this to you either. Is I mean, I have through tweets and stuff. But thank you so much for always uh, talking about how you're listening to the show and you're quoting it and everything like that. I really appreciate that, man. And thank you for the compliments. It's been a lot of hard. It's been hard work. You know, your show is great. I I love the way you guys do everything. It's like I've told you before. It's my favorite film podcast and. Um, Nearly true reviews, hilarious. I like yours because you guys give reviews. And granted, I'm I used to be we used to be moviegoers. You know, now that we have a daughter, it's it's been harder to do that just because of yeah, it's being tough guilty, for the young kid. yeah, for date nights and stuff. You know, so yeah. it's, it's hard. So, but thank you so much, man. I'm really glad that you're on the on the show right now. It's it's nice to sync up with you again. I you know, obviously, we're probably gonna talk a little bit about movies, but I don't want it to just be solely about that because I think the first time we talked, we didn't really cover a whole lot about you i don't remember nick nick haskins (laughs) i don't remember exactly i you know what i remember the first episode being about is podcasting mostly i think i droned on about that for a good 
three quarters of that interview. So yeah, no, and and that's okay because at the time the dynamic was that, and then it's kind of changed a little bit, man. I've kind of shifted it, like it's just you know it's it's growing in so many different ways, and and there was nothing wrong with that. I think we it's nice to hear what people are doing. I don't want it to just be solely about podcasting because I know you're a man with many hats, like you mentioned before we started talking, and you know too many so. hats. <laughs> I don't have time to do all the shit that I have to do in a day. Of course, I know you with yeah. a young kid, you've got to feel the same way. Oh, dude, you seriously. You never have enough time to get anything done. No. When you're working when you're working full time and then you're a full you got a family, you got to come home and then sometimes it's like I like I literally I literally spend like maybe 5 10 minutes with my wife because we're on different types of schedules. Mm-hmm. So sometimes I'll get home. I mean, yeah, at like nine thirty, ten o'clock, and I'll see her for maybe ten, fifteen minutes, and then she's got to go to bed because she wakes up really early because her she you know she works really early at her job. It's like a eight to five type job, so yeah. it's and my job is longer shifts and earlier or later days, and my my daughter's kind of like a night owl like myself, so she tends to hang out with me at night. So it's 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 definitely challenging, man. But God, I I love doing this stuff, and I know you love doing it. You talk about it all the time how much you love doing oh, yeah. it. But I, I absolutely do. But I could definitely sympathize with you too because mm. I have to get up at six o'clock in the morning to go to work. Mm. So and I'm driving an hour away to go to yeah. work. So and I don't get home until five. So I'm gone from six a.m. to five p.m. The wife too- works until five thirty. She usually gets yeah. home right around six o'clock. We've got time to sit down and eat dinner and do a couple of things. Yeah, but then. After that, we really, you know, she'll watch her shows, and I jump on and start doing podcast stuff. I yeah. cut off everything after Wednesdays. Wednesday is the last day I finish editing our show right. and get it online for its Thursday release. So Thursdays and Fridays are really, you know, our time. That's when I spend right. a lot of time with her. We'll watch shows. We'll watch movies. We'll just spend time together talking yeah. and doing whatever else. Because I think that's definitely important. you got to make sure you make time for it. But, right. yeah, I mean, with everything that I've got going on, I've just, not even with just podcasting. I mean, I'm just tr- involved in so many different things. My son's involved in about a 1,000 different things. He's also 14 years old. So oh, damn. he is just jumping all over the place. He's got a girlfriend. He's involved in this. He's involved in that, that i got to schlep him across town and back and do all this other stuff. It's just so crazy. I just never yes. have any time to do anything. Right. So you having to, you know, with your son being 14 and all, he's discovering things, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> have you had that talk yet? No. No. <laughs> and, you know, no? it's it's one of those things where, you know, we'll we'll sit down and talk eventually. Like, right. He's not sexually active that much, I know. Only because, you know, his girlfriend doesn't right. come over here. He doesn't go over there. They only see right. each other in school and stuff like that. When well, that good time thing. comes, yeah. When that time comes, I'll definitely get there. But I'll right. be realistic about it as well. This is the age of the internet. He's already known about the shit for probably four years now. Probably. So. I'm more than like, yeah, that's true, man. <laughs> and he goes to public school. So it's he already knows whatever there is to know. I mean, not like the subtleties and nuances. And I obviously got to have that. You need to protect yourself. You need to be right. smart about it, et cetera, et cetera. But yeah, I'm not naive enough to think that he doesn't know what right. certain things are and what's going on and et cetera. So, <laughs> so th- is, doesn't it trip you out though, man? Because if you think about it, when I was 14, I mean, I didn't have that talk yet with my dad or anything like that. I was just more of like a what the heck's going on kind of thing. And then, but we didn't have 
the World Wide Web and we didn't have smartphones. No, <laughs> yeah, you're exactly right. And it's I've heard a lot of other people talk about this sort of thing too. Yeah. But remember like the nudie mag? Remember yeah. like how like whether you know whether your dad had a collection or whether exactly. you know you had a neighbor that had a collection or a friend and you know you would right. go over to the house and everybody would sneak a look at it and you know it's <laughs> yes. it's only one magazine and there's only like three different layouts in it. So you're like, oh my God. You've looked yeah. at it a thousand times but you don't care. And it's like now you've got access to so much more at your fingertips <laughs> dude it's like seriously hiding a nudie mag like in between your mattress or you know you i even remember when i was younger we had the you know forced hot air type of registers and whatnot <laughs> at the house so right, i right, even right. remember taking like little porn things and you know taking the register cover off and sticking them down inside of the the air ducts yeah and yeah covering it just to you know shuffle up my hiding places and stuff like that like it's crazy dude it the is kids crazy. nowadays don't gotta do that shit no dude we you know it was so you, you talk about that man and i remember staying at a friend's house and we were like in junior high and like nobody was there it was just me him and his cousin and we were like playing video games he's like hey dude check this out he goes like into his dad's drawer and pulls out like a vhs and throws it in and it's like it's always like such a secret to his like, yeah dude, so dude it was really so, hushed I was like, voices like dude, 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 dude i was like what the hell and you, then uh you gotta check this out man yeah it's, great. <laughs> it's it's crazy dude because then you you know we had cable cable was kind of like still a thing and if you had cinemax you're like oh shit All okay the so squiggly channels yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, is that a tit? Oh, that. I think that was a tit. Oh, no, wait, it's a dick. <laughs> Dude, and so we went to my buddy's house on a weekend, and we were all just hanging out, and his dad was in his room, but it was weird. They had, like, a bathroom separating their rooms, and, like, the doors were all open, right? Right, yeah. And so he would flip the channel. Like, you you didn't end up, like, muted or whatever, and you could hear, like, in his dad's room, he was watching, like, Skinamax or something, and we just started cracking up, you know, like, 17 years old, like, this fucking guy's doing that shit right now. <laughs> oh, man. that's Yeah, it's 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 weird. Kids today yeah. will never, never know or understand the the greatness of, of seeing even a, a really staticky tit. You know, they'll just never, ever know, like, the joy of being like, oh, I swear that's a tit. <laughs> yeah, dude, yeah. I know. Yeah, and like, oh, man. you'll ne- They'll never know. They will no, never dude, know. yeah, I agree, man. And it's, it's you know, I wasn't a, I wasn't that bad of a kid, so I didn't have to, you know, I'm not saying that you or anybody was but, or whatever, but I'm just saying it was just kind of like when the time came, I think when it happened, I think my parents kind of knew, and they didn't say anything, so, I mean... <laughs> Anyway, but <laughs> I can I only bet your imagine. Dad just rolled into your room and just dropped like a stack of magazines. He's like, "All right, Roel, I'm going to teach you." Yeah, he was just like, "Hey, look, this is what it is. Don't be stupid." My dad, my dad was always he never he never really cut. He was just real cut and dry. Never, he you know, seems never like he's a very green. very black and white kind of guy. Like, all right, this is what it is. And yeah, dude, you just totally. I could tell it. you stories about him, but. I fucking um, love that interview you did. With oh, him. Dude, your dad thanks, is dude. the greatest character like ever. He is such a such a great guy. Like I want that guy to be my life coach. Seriously, <laughs> he is fucking awesome. Oh, dude, thank you, man. I can't you know even what, say that enough, man. He's so great. <laughs> well, I think you know. Uh, one day, maybe you know, maybe the next time you come on, maybe I can try to get him to be here and we can all do a show together. That'd I wouldn't even know cool. how. I'd just be like, just talk to me. Just just tell me <laughs> stories about your life and about not fucking things up and about 
you know, yeah. learning from your mistakes and just, you know, sucking it up and just doing what you got to do. And like, man, it was great. Just great, oh, great dude, stuff to you, listen man. to. He's the thank kind you. of guy that like younger generations, maybe not even our generation, but you right. know, young, young generations, yeah. like kids in their twenties, they need to hear stuff like that from people like your dad. Just tell them, be like, you know, dude, you, you got to fucking pay your dues in the world and you've got to bust your ass and you've got to get out there and. Yeah. Don't take shit from anybody, but also don't give people shit, you know, be respectful, be yeah. kind, be good to people, you know, it's, man, it was, it was it, it, one of your best episodes, by the way, I think. Oh, and, dude, you know, thank you. I, I really appreciate that. Dad. Yeah, dude, he, he was, I knew it would be, it would be really good. And he was, he was kind of like nervous about it. I'm like, look, look, dude, we're just going to chat. He settled and into I, it so quick though. Yeah, he did. He did. I, I, I made sure, you know, we like I, we were drinking, so I wanted him to feel really good and comfortable. So <laughs> he kind of forgot that the microphone was there. And I'm, I'm not saying he was like messed up or anything, but he was real loose. We stopped on the first episode. We stopped for like half an hour because we, I had to come inside because that was the day, actually, the day my daughter had her surgery. And so I went and watched her for a little bit while my 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 wife and my mom were eating. So then once they were done, we went back outside and we were just chatting away. And he we just he just went off. I was like, okay, cool, you know. I wanted him to share like some some personal experiences or stuff, but man, I could I like seriously, I could tell you like three or four stories that you'd probably laugh your ass off about. <laughs> That's it. awesome. That's yeah. awesome. Well, yeah, I, I, you should have your dad on like once every like, <laughs> two or three months or so. That's like, what I wanted. <laughs> like quarterly, get your dad on like once a quarter. Yeah, and just, yeah, it's man, it was great. It was. Oh, dude, thanks, man. So, uh, so you and I are about the same age, I'm guessing, right? Because you're what mid thirties. Yep. Yeah, me too. So then we kind of grew up in the same era. I mean, I'm same music, I'm sure, same types of movies, uh, but what I mean, I know you 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 got into podcasting to talk about movies, but it goes beyond it goes beyond that though, doesn't it? I mean, you you uh you you're a writer, aren't you? Oh yeah. Yeah. Dude, so what like tell me about that, man. What are you, what are you writing? Like are you writing short stories or what what the man, hell are you doing? I've spent the better part of 25 years working on everything from short stories. Screenplays are my biggest thing. Those are the things nice. that I love to write the most. Because yeah. I novels, I'm too detail-oriented to be a yeah. novelist. That might sound a little weird because you want to have details in a novel, obviously. But right. I get over detail-oriented. Like I just get so into describing things. I just kind of get lost in it. And then before yeah. you know it, you're reading two paragraphs about just a description of something. And you're like, fuck, dude, move on with the action here. Let's keep yeah. moving forward. Like I have trouble pacing novels, but I don't have that problem with a screenplay. Yeah. So I really love that. So I write screenplays. Uh, I've tried to write a novel. And that's actually one thing, you know what, and I'll, I'll put that out there right now mm -hmm. i'm working on converting a project that i was trying to novelize mm -hmm. i'm actually working on converting that into an audio drama and i oh, want to do that yeah i want to do that as you know just serial episodes i don't know how long they'll be or how many episodes they'll be because i haven't fleshed out all the details but you know i'm working on that right now it's like this really cool sci-fi you know save the universe kind of story that I've yeah. basically been batting around in my head since I was like 10 years old. Dude, that's from, badass. Yeah, just from like playing with my best friend in the neighborhood. Mm -hmm. You know, we always made up all these really crazy cool stories about like Galactic Conquest and all this weird shit. Yeah, we were huge nerds. What about Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> What's the change? You're still, a, you're still a nerd, but that's cool, that dude. True, but yeah. yeah, that's really cool. But I mean, so 
so you started doing this 25 years ago. So what, you were like nine yeah. or 10 or something? Yeah, 10 years old, yeah. Jeez, dude. And you were thinking about screenplays 10 years old. Well, not in like so well, many words, not right. structurally, but, you know, definitely right. just the stories themselves. Mm-hmm. Definitely batting around in my ina- imagination. There's a lot of characters that are still, you know, they still have the same names. Right. And like the blaze, yeah, the, 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 the basic <laughs> plot structure, if you break down to the finest terms, to the absolute simplest terms, the basic plot structure is still there. But yeah. I mean, of course, I don't write like I'm ten anymore. Well, somebody might think I do. I don't know. I don't think I do. But you know, and, and so yeah. So I mean, so how did that come about? I mean, what what did you watch that made you want to do that, or is it just kind of one day came into your head? Oh, you know, I, I'm uh, of course a huge, huge Star Wars fan. Yeah, I, I was, watched I the shit out of gonna... some Star Trek: The Next Generation back in yeah. the day when it was on TV. Yeah, You know, those were movies and those were shows and all that kind of stuff that I grew up with. I've always been fascinated with space anyway. Like, when I was in my teen years, I used mm-hmm. to study outer space, like, a lot. Like, Badass. real-life outer space, you know, boring-ass space probes going and orbiting fucking Jupiter and whatever. Like, there was this comet, I remember it vividly mm-hmm. still. It was, like, 1994, I think, that hit Jupiter. And we were at an amusement park. We were out camping in the summertime. I think it was August, maybe. Yeah. can't remember exact details on it, but I remember, like, this was all I fucking cared about. I could not, I didn't want to ride roller coasters. I didn't want to go to the park. I didn't want to do shit. Yeah. I just wanted to read the newspaper because there's no internet. I just wanted to read the newspaper <laughs> right, right. and read about this comet that was hitting Jupiter because I thought it was the most fascinating thing. So I've always, always been fascinated with outer space and... That's why, like, I'm a big, big fan of, you know, like your alien invasion movies and sure. all that stuff like that. Of course, Independence Day came out when I was, like, 16. Yeah. So, you know, it's just, it's always been bred in me, this outer space stuff. So that's why I've always stuck to it. Yeah. You know? But I'm like, it's it's such a vast place out there. Is it Star is. Wars and Star Trek and these other outer space serials and shows and all this stuff. Starman, are, Tron. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> are they Blade the Runner? only things that really, you know, can exist or, you know, there's just infinite stories that you can tell yeah. about, you know, outer space. You can, you can make up whatever the hell you want. Cause it's such a, a vast expanse. Like, you know, anything is yeah. possible. I feel, and it, that's just kind of where it comes from. And I just, you know, like I said, I, stay tuned for that because yeah. i want to try to start getting episodes of that out maybe toward the end of the summer it's going to take a while because i'm going to need to bank some episodes right where i have i don't know you know six to eight episodes and then i start uploading them while i'm working on future ones yeah yeah yeah. because i got to get voice actors put together and all that happy horse shit too so <sighs> but you know what it'll be great it'll be what? really really fun and yeah it, it's it's just something I think because I have such a passion for podcasting because I love doing this so much and I think I think I'm pretty goddamn good at it. You're very good at it. Don't not to toot be, your horn, dude. You're fucking amazing at it. I mean, I I try not to be like you know I try to be very very humble whenever yeah. it comes to anything. You know, I'm very very grateful for all the support that we've got as the right. Epic Film Guys podcast and everything like that. But I've I've done audio editing for decades now from making videos when I was younger from yeah. all the way up through the podcast. And I really, really think I can do a good job of it. Oh so yeah. I'm sure you can dude. I'm going to, I'm going to put it together and we're going to see what happens. Well, dude, I look forward to, to hearing it and hearing the progression of it and everything, dude. I mean, that's awesome that 10 years old, you're writing stories and novels and, and shit like that. 
I didn't like doing that, man. I, you know, we, in school you had to do that stuff. I mean, I pushed myself to do that, but that was why my you, college degree was tough to finish. Oh yeah, because I, I imagine it, it, I write so much, and that mm-hmm. by the time I got to the end of my college tenure, I was just so tired of writing papers. Yeah. So, and I went, of course, for the English degree for a writing concentration. So, literally, all I did all the time was write. Mm-hmm. Paper after paper after paper after paper after paper. (sighs) Well, dude, I mean that—that's. I mean, yeah, I I understand the writing paper after paper, especially in college, dude. They don't—they don't take it easy on you. No, I I did enjoy when I got older. I did enjoy like writing, you know, the papers for English, and and even in college, I did enjoy it. And my my teachers would tell me that I did really good at it. But I mean, the imagination piece has always been has always been a challenge for me. So I'd always have to like write stuff down, and I think. Uh, the older I get, the less imaginative I could get. I mean, I'm getting when it comes to writing, I really have to like sit down and like not have anything on or, you know, (laughs) no AD, like this ADD thing or like, I'm not, I don't have ADD, but I'm saying, I feel like I'm, I lose my concentration. It's like, I felt the way I felt like with math or something, but I get incredibly distracted very quickly. So when I'm writing, I really have to just kind of shut myself off from everything and really be in the zone. Of course. Yeah, dude. So, you know, it, but I get so, so distracted. Like I'll start yeah. playing a game and before you know it, three or four hours will disappear <laughs> yeah, or whatever dude. else. And sometimes I'll get stuck on something. And this is one of those things that I really had to work on as far as my writing process for years and years and years and years and years, I would get too hung up on details. And one of the biggest things that I learned about writing is it doesn't matter how shitty it is. Keep going, keep plowing forward, get it done. And then you go back and edit it and editing. And I love audio editing. It's my favorite part of podcasting. Mm -hmm. Editing is also my favorite part of the writing process. I just love the idea of taking something that's a jumbled mess and turning it into something great. I absolutely love that. Like clipping out all this little stuff. I, 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 I love it. It's some people think of it as like mind numbing. Some people hate it. Whether mm-hmm. it be podcast editing, editing, writing, editing, video, whatever it is. Some people yeah. can't stand it. I absolutely love it. I live for it. It's crazy to think of that, but I fucking live for it. It's like my lifeblood, man. Well, well I mean, it's a creative outlet, and I, I think it stems from the writing to the podcasting. I mean, you're, you're talking about like what you said, you know, turning. I mean, I don't, I, I don't remember exactly what you said, but I mean. I do, but I can't put it together right now. So it's like taking a <laughs> it's like taking a lump of clay and then turning it into something, right? I mean, that's awesome. Exactly. Man. Yeah. Exactly. That's kind of a good analogy for it. Yeah. You're just taking was, all these different, like for our show. I mean, I yeah. take an hour and a half, maybe an hour and forty minutes or so of raw audio footage. Yeah. Footage. Yeah. Of raw footage. audio recording. Yeah. And I just I cut out all the little flubs that we have like there's stuff when we're recording our show sometimes me and justin will forget something and i don't want to <laughs> be that podcast where we're sitting there and be like um what was that i can't remember um and yeah. then you're sitting there like uh 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 um yeah i think it was um 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 no we don't do any of that stuff so we'll just let the let the recording keep going we'll just let the dead air stick in there we'll find yeah. out what it was then we'll restart and then i clip that whole section out and it sounds so clean yeah it does and so nice I mean, and then you don't ever nobody else ever has to know how stupid you were that one time. yeah <laughs> no I, I get where you're coming from dude i get where you're coming from you want to make it crisp and clear and i mean you you being a, in a film you know uh, a movie a film podcast you have to kind of separate yourself from everyone else and 
I don't know if you've listened to anybody else's or anything like that, but it is to me the linchpin of what film podcasting is. We're talking about movies podcasting. I mean, it, it's just it's awesome, dude. You do a lot of you do a lot of work by the sounds of it, and you you know we were talking before we started, and it it just seems. You put a lot of time and effort into it, and it shows. I, I like it. I especially liked the one, like the best of bits, or you know the, what you did before. You know the week you got married. That that was really oh, good. Yeah, and the, I know you were kind of like, yeah, I love that episode. That one was kind of funny because I wanted to do that. I think like uh, down the road, if I had something like for episode one hundred, I want I want to take like the best pieces of each conversation and like kind of paste them in there, and then I you know do a little mono before I yeah. you know I play it. I want to do something like that. But the f- crazy thing is I lost all my master stuff when my laptop crashed and I had to start all over again. So I need to figure out something for this one so it doesn't happen again. Maybe you get a Dropbox. You can download and- them, though. Because, I mean, your podcast is on iTunes and everything like that. You it can is. download all those podcasts and you can have mm-hmm. all the audio files from, from iTunes. So oh. you lost the master files and stuff like that. Yeah, but they're still out there. You can still get them. You okay. know? So you can still get what you've already uploaded. Mm-hmm. as episodes you can get them back so yeah don't even fucking worry about that you can even yeah. i mean not just through itunes you can get them through pretty much anything I any think. Like podcatcher or something because you guys yeah you guys you use you libsyn guys. for yeah. world of row and I'm i do pretty sure all you would have to do is just put whatever the mp3 link is in because i know podbean you can get the direct link to the direct mp3 yeah, file you're and right all you would have to do is just right click save as and boom you've got the whole mp3 oh, right that's there. true yep you're right yeah. dude that is right man fuck shit okay good now that'd I know be I awesome do that. like a, a best of of you know even maybe not even episode 100 but yeah like episode 50 or something like that. or maybe your one yeah. year anniversary when you hit one year of world dude of that Rome. would be good too yeah, yeah just go back and just take snippets out of your favorite interviews and all that stuff that bloopers mm-hmm. episode was <sighs> a labor of love and I'm, I was I was kind of sad that it wasn't as well received as I wanted it to be yeah it really seems that. like a lot of people skipped over it and you know whatever but I I think consistency, we talked about this last time we did an interview, so I don't want to stick on it too much, but right. consistency is such a key in podcasting. You've got to put out that episode, same time slot, same day, because mm-hmm. your audience expects it. My audience expects a new episode of the Epic Film Guys podcast at 6.30 Eastern every single Thursday. It's it's that simple. And same thing with World of Row. I expect right. a brand new World of Row every Friday. Yep. I just I I'm waiting for it. As soon as it hits, I download it and sometimes yeah. I don't get to listen that day, but right. I get the download in that day and then, you know, I listen, you know, whether a day or two or three later, whatever it happens to be. Yeah. And I just I expect it to be there. Right. And I think that's a way of a lot of podcasting audience is, so you have to have that. That's why I did that episode cuz I was like I'm in the Dominican Republic. There's no way I can put an episode together here. Right. But you know, I I loved it. I thought it was hilarious. I listened to it more times than any of our other episodes just because I laughed my ass off at, at mm-hmm. some of our pre-roll stuff, some of the flubs that we have, some of the mistakes yeah. that we make. It's it's so funny how we come off the rails. And then, you know, I just, I for the longest time, back in the real rundown days, what our podcast mm-hmm. used to be called, I never saved any of that stuff. And I'm kind of kicking myself for not saving any of it. That's why when we rebranded and we officially became the Epic Film Guys podcast, you know, I wanted to make sure that we were saving any good outtakes. And then I've already got a whole huge list of outtakes since the bloopers episode that I'm just waiting for the next one. Well, that's cool, dude. Hell yeah. That's awesome. 
And so, you know, you were talking about when you were going back to, I'm, I'm, I want to go back to the whole writing the novels thing. Oh yeah. Was it be, was it because you, uh, was it because you were, you watched the explorers? I, I, I envision you as one of those kids from the explorers doing all this sci-fi stuff and everything, dude. No, <laughs> I'm kidding, dude. <laughs> no, man. Well, that's cool, man. I mean, so the podcasting thing, was that like, hmm, what, um, you know, was it just kind of like what, what, your whole thing? Was it, was it just for film or did you want to do other things? I mean, why did it just become, I mean, I'm, why was it Epic Film Guys? What, what made y'all settle on that? Was it just because you guys wanted to just strictly do film or did you have other ideas to come into play for that? Well, Epic Film Guys has always been just exactly what it is. Before it was a right. podcast, it was video reviews right. and all that stuff like that before Justin ended up moving away. Mm-hmm. And the podcast was a way of getting that interplay back so we could, you know, still talk to one another and still get our stuff out there for an audience because we had like a small audience when we did the video stuff. It wasn't huge. It wasn't like we had thousands of people watching our videos on YouTube or anything like that. I think right. most of our YouTube reviews probably like, I don't know, like maybe like 50 views, maybe it doesn't matter, know. man. That's good though. I mean, and, but yeah. yeah, exactly. It's good to have any audience whatsoever. Right. Like even if there's one person listening, I'll keep making this fucking podcast, mm-hmm. you know? So the podcast was a way of getting that back. And it's one of those things. I know I've expressed this to you a number of times, right? Because, because we have a film podcast, Nobody ever wants to hear about anything else. Nobody wants to talk about anything else. It's always, oh, man, did you see this movie? What about this movie? Hey, what do you think of this movie? And that's great. I love talking about movies. I will talk about movies every day until I'm blue in the face. Believe me. But it pigeonholes you because you're the epic film guys. You can't do an episode about X, Y, or Z. You You just can't do it because... You're the epic film guys. Why the fuck are you talking about uh, pick something? I don't yeah, even know. Yeah. I mean, we do the whole segment in the beginning of the show, the what are you drinking? Right, because right. we love beer and stuff like that. And I think that's just become a part of our show that people love. Right. But at the same time, you know, that's pretty much it. That's the one thing we get away with. I think if we did like entire episodes about something that's completely not film related, yeah, yeah, our our audience would end up abandoning us. They would be like, you know, I mean, I'm sure some people would love it. Some people would stick around. Not everybody would, but there's people that listen to the show that'd be like, dude, what the hell is this? You know, they're, they're yeah, tuning in for a product, and you know, we as the Epic Film guys, we have to provide that product. So that's why when I work on this audio drama. Mm-hmm. And stuff like that. It's gonna be. It's gonna have its own feed. It's gonna be right. completely independent. That's of good. The epic film guys. It's just. It's got to be its own thing. It does because yeah. you know. I, if if you tie it to that, then inevitably people, you know, want the connections or whatever. And you know, I don't. I don't have all the details of it worked out in particular. I've got a couple people lined up for voice acting and stuff like that already, which is nice. And. I'm I'm just I'm so excited about it. I just need to figure out logistically how I'm going to get it from the novel that it is on the page yeah. to an audio drama. So I'm going to download a whole bunch of sound effects, and you know you'll have people doing the dialogue, and then I'll have like this ambient music kind of playing in the background, yeah. like sound effects. The opening of the drama will be you know this ship that's under attack in space. So there's like a red alert siren going off and like you hear like laser blasts attacking the ship and all that stuff like that. So it's just going to be all these different sound effects and it's just going to be all this stuff you hear in the background just quietly 
just to kind of set the atmosphere for it. And that's one of the things that I think I have to be able to do to present it because I could grab, I could grab it right now and I could just start reading it. I could just read it for what it is, but is that really going to sell it? Is that really going to invest you in it? No, man, if you hear those, those blaster fires and you'd hear like, you know, like the ship shaking or whatever, and like an alert siren or something like that, it immediately puts your mind in that place, you know? And that's, I mean, as a writer, you know, putting words to page, that's one thing you want to do. You want to transport your audience to that place. You want to show them that stuff. And that goes back to why I'm overly wordy, I would say, when it comes to novels and probably even for this interview, because I just keep running my mouth. (laughs) <laughs> no, you're good. It's good. I, I do that. I'm letting you talk about it. I, I want to hear about it. So are you going to do like, is it going to be like an audiobook, or are you wanting to do like a podcast on it? What are you, are you no, it'll, to make it'll it like be, cereal? it'll be released as a podcast. Okay, perfect. Okay. So yeah, it'll be, you know, um, I, I don't know how I'm going to do it episodically yet. Right now, the way the novel's written, a lot of the chapters can kind of be split into two parts. So I'm basically going to do each of those parts as its own part of the audio drama. And yeah, then I'm just going to release it as a podcast. I ideally would like to do it weekly, but like I said, I've got to get a lot of episodes banked Banked, first. So then I can be working on the back half of the episodes while the first episodes are already seeing release. Because the last thing I want to do is, oh, we got five episodes out. Oh, now we got to wait a month because this happened or this happened or this happened. And I can't get the rest of the episodes out. So it's kind of one of those things where I'm going to have to put it together most, like at least I would say half of it has to be done in the can, ready to go before I start uploading even one second of audio. Maybe, I mean, there'll be trailers and promos and all this stuff. I'll throw in our show and other places and Potter and family and stuff. But sure. Outside of that. Yeah. I've got to have a big library of all this stuff banked up because I can't, I can't, I got to leave, I, I got to keep the audience going. I've got to keep that audience there. Yeah, you definitely do. You don't want to have any breaks in it, especially when you're, when you're wanting to, you know, you're so passionate about and excited about it and yeah. everything and you want to make it be the best thing possible. And once you grab that listener, you want to make sure that it's like, it's kind of like having like a TV show, right? Like Walking Dead or, or a podcast or whatever. I mean, yeah. So, I mean, I get where you're coming from, dude. And I, I think it's going to, it sounds like it's going to be really good, dude. I hope. I really, I mean, I, 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 of course, I'm proud of the writing. I think the story is definitely there. It's just a matter of conveying it and making it good enough for me. Like it has to sound good enough for right. me. Like, and if it doesn't, if it doesn't pass my quality standard, then nobody's going to get to hear it. That's you true. Know? So it's yeah. got to pass my quality uh, checkpoints before it can get out there to the masses. Definitely. And like I said, I, I really think that a lot of people are going to like it. I really, yeah. really. I, you know, who knows? Who knows what's going to happen with it? That's the only thing I can say. I just, I shrug my shoulders and I say, you know what? I think I'm a good writer. I And mm-hmm. I want to just put something of mine out there for people to digest. That's all I yeah. want to do. It's, it's like you said, uh, expanding your, you know, your footprint. You're trying to create that presence. Exactly, you know? yeah. So, I mean, let me ask you this. Do you, you have Netflix? Yep, Netflix oh. and Hulu. Okay, cool. So um, I've been name dropping the show every episode lately, but what you're talking to me about, it almost seems like it, remi- it reminds me of this episode on Marin's show with uh, Adam Goldberg. Have you you have you watched Marin's show at all or no? No. Okay, so there's that. <laughs> so in the episode, I just wanted to share this with you. So he he's like a call. Adam Goldberg is in one of the episodes, and he's a professor. 
but he's also like a writer slash comedian mm-hmm. and he he was he's having like writer's block right so he gets he hooks up with this one of his college students right i mean you know that i mean that happens all the time but anyway so he hooks up with this student and like he all of a sudden he can write again so he's able to like write a novel and like there's a part there where he like loses you know he he's like pissed off at mark because he ends up they end up hooking up with the same chick but it cuts to him like in his in his office and he's got like a pair of underwear on his head and he's just like going off on his little anyway i mean i just thought i just wanted to share that that's kind of funny yeah no i mean honestly dude it writing is a is a tough thing to do and what you're doing what you know the whole process i mean like the imagination and everything dude it's it just man that sounds awesome dude i'm I'm really excited to hear about it dude the way you've been hyping it up here on this show and um I, I gotta applaud you, man, just to be able to do that, man. I mean, I, I'm over here thinking I'm I'm creative because I can do a podcast now. I can edit, I can produce, I can do all this stuff. But to well, me, that's still definitely don't eat, don't oh, sell yourself short. Oh man. no, that's it's definitely, definitely not. still creative. Yeah, you know, definitely even not, to dude. pick up that microphone for the first time and just to record yourself and put it out there for people to consume. Yeah, you're opening yourself up to you know the depths of the internet where you know somewhere somebody on the internet's probably be like Rose show fucking sucks, <laughs> you know, or the same thing with our show. Man, Epic Film guys are fucking garbage. You know, these guys yeah. are stupid. You know, it, it's out there. You know, so it's it's definitely what it is but you know what you just keep doing your thing you right. keep trying to connect with that audience and you just keep reaching out there yeah. and you know i've i've made so many good friends as part of the pattern family people right. that i just love to talk to about yeah. this stuff and all that just makes me better on top of it exactly. you know like you you know paul from the countdown emily from the classy little podcast among others of you know people that i talk to all the time right and it only just drives me further yeah. only just drives me even more to just to just be better you know and and that's yeah no you don't ever sell yourself short like that man it's always it's whether even and there's people out there that all they do is they hit record when they're done they hit stop and they upload the whole thing but even that is something man that's still you putting yourself out there man and it's great it's so great yeah it's i dude i love it man and and I, I'm sure there's probably detractors out there. And I mean, I haven't heard anybody say anything, although it's weird, right? Because I, I had this conversation with court a while back and uh, I told him, I, him and I were talking and I said, Hey, do you have people that listen, like your real friends listen to your show and do they give you feedback? And he's like, no. And and I, I kind of told him, I was like, you know what? Only a, a few of my friends that I know of that will listen to it. Cause a lot of them don't even know how to listen to a podcast or they don't even know what a podcast is. But, um, I was just kind of like, well, I would love to hear their feedback, but it's, it's the coworkers tend to kind of like jibber jab here and there. And it's kind of hilarious just because I think one day I was just like in a, I was kind of frustrated and this one of my coworkers like, Hey, why don't you go put that on your podcast? I'm like, Hey, why don't you go suck a dick or something? You know what I mean? <laughs> it's just like, you wish you could be creative. Why don't you go, uh, make some dinner or whatever it is that you like to do. That yeah, you and find it's, it's so to easy to just tear people down. Yeah. You know, and shit like that. So, you know, fuck the haters. I mean, really, oh, yeah, I dude. Mean, th- there's people out there, I'm sure, that, you know, that dislike our podcast or, you know, I mean, not people that just don't listen, but people that actively have listened and are like, oh, this sucks. And switching gears, man, you know, I've uh, I've been in touch. You know, I talk to a lot of people in Potter Family, obviously. And one of my favorite episodes or one of the ones that I enjoy doing was talking to Emily you know, you were, you know, close friend of yours. I mean, you guys have done the fan celebration 2.0, but she's, I'm working to try to get her back on the podcast. And, uh, 
<clears throat> what I mean, some of the things I, I just really enjoy the show, and I really enjoy what she brings to the table. So, um, what are your thoughts on that? Well, let me say, I, you know, talking about Emily, I think I'm, she's going to come back on pretty soon. I told I told her that I wanted to 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 have her on the show again because it was great, and I think I, I don't know why, but I kind of I kind of got nervous with with her just because I I mean I didn't know if my if I could live up because I know man she's got like she, like she's one of the few people and I guess you know um, when I listen to her show. She's got such charisma in her voice she when does. she's talking, man. It's, it's crazy. Like, yeah. She's got the perfect voice for this. She really, yeah. really does. And I told her that. And I'm she's so like, no, fucking... I don't. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm just, so envious of her voice. Yeah. Because she just has that voice that just, like, you want to listen to it just because of the way her voice sounds. Exactly. It just She just has whatever it is, that intonation... That just it, it hooks you right there. That's what when hers was one of the first podcasts I ever listened to, ever before Potter and Family, before a lot of these other shows that I listen to now. Like one of the first podcasts I ever listened to when we were first getting our feet wet was a classy mm-hmm. little podcast. Really, legitimately one of the first podcasts, one of the first episodes I ever listened to. Like I thought at the time, and this was God, this was ages ago. Now yeah. this was like maybe we were a month in, maybe mm-hmm. like two months in. And our quality was shit. Really? Complete shit compared to what it is now. Oh, Compared sure. to what it is now, we're all there, definitely. Yeah. We're but, all shit at the time, at one point, right? But, you know, like our quality was terrible. And I listened to her show, such great quality. And it, I immediately had something to aspire to. And that's when I reached out to her, started listening to her show, started retweeting it. She and I started talking back and forth. And, you know, by the time Potter and Family came along, she and I were already good friends, you know, right. which is great. And that's that's so awesome. And I I love that. You know, yeah. and but I mean, her show is one of those shows that really gave me aspirations of what I could do with podcasting. It's like, man, my show can be so much more than what it is. Yeah, so much more. And I well, think you know, that's the great ahead, thing about it. You know, it's yeah. such a great thing about it. Yeah, and, and that's a good point, man. And I, and like like I do the audible. I have the auto audible affiliate, like she does. But the way she does it. <laughs> I'm so envious the way she does. She's like, today's episode is brought to you by audibletrial.com. You know, she does that little thing. I'm yeah. like, and then she'll like get to, like, she just does it. She just has the voice, man. And she and, you does. Know, yeah. And I think even though I'm 20 some odd episodes in, I still feel like I'm still trying to find my voice and I've gotten leaps and bounds better. And you well, mentioned- it's like we, we talked about this before we got on here and I was talking about our intro. Now, right. last week's show, I premiered our new intro, which begins with a film projector running and like an old school, old style film countdown, like beep, beep. Which, which, by the way, I did love. Thank you. Thank you very much. We've gotten a lot of great feedback on it. I spent three fucking days on that. I took longer to make that intro than I did to edit last week's show. Wow. I spent so much time trying to put that intro together. And then when I listened to the final product, I didn't like it. I loved the projector part of it. And I loved the me doing the voiceover, like, ladies and gentlemen, the Epic Film Guys podcast. Loved that part of it. But yeah, I just w- felt like I missed the music cue. I just didn't get it as fine-tuned. I just didn't get it in there as much as I would like to. So I spent another, like, five hours today yeah. remaking another intro. You know, it uses the projector thing. It still uses the same voiceover stuff. But I changed up the music, and I really worked better with it to make the musical cue work that much more you know and i hope people still like this one and everything like that and you know it's one of those things where i'm going to keep the same intro style it's going to have that film projector the whole time yeah but i'm going to drop different music in it sometimes depending on what we're doing 
Right. And I think it's just going to be one of those things that's going to become a signature for us. And I thank you very much for that. I, it means a lot to me. It's gotten a lot of great feedback, and I'm so grateful for that. But, man, yeah. I heard it, and I was just like, no, it, it can be better. And that's the, yeah. the thing. It's, it's not even that I was like, I don't like it or it sucks. It's just like, this can be better, and I know it can. So I really yeah. sat with it. I changed the music, and I really, really worked on making it a much more seamless transition. Mm-hmm. And I think it works a lot better now, and yeah. I'm eager for that one to drop with our new episode tomorrow. Nice. But, you know, it's it goes back to that. It's just we're constantly striving for that perfection. We're constantly working to make everything that much better. And right. I just wish I had the voice like she does. You do have the voice though. You got a good I voice. I don't man. have it like she does. Nobody does. <laughs> well, I appreciate it. Thank you. But yeah, I mean, mine, I, I'm just like, I, I, oh man, I think you'll, you'll find it. I mean, at some point we all find our voice and it's going to, it's going to sound better as time progresses. Come on, come on. If you think about it, look at episode one from your first ever podcast to now. I'm sure it's so much better. You know what? And it's funny because I'm actually going to be going back to our first episode. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to grab that and pull some audio clips and stuff from it for our one-year episode, which is coming up in a couple of weeks. Nice. And it's going to be really, really just crazy strange to me to pull up that audio clip and listen to it because I haven't listened to it in probably a year, probably since wow. I put it out. I've, I've yeah. intentionally not gone back to it. And like I said, it was just me talking for 40 minutes about Terminator Genesis. It's literally all it was. And yeah, that's I'm, okay. Dude. I'm kind that's of interested. Okay. I'm kind of excited to go yeah. back and, and see what it sounds like, you know? So you're an IP, IPA guy. Yes. So Which you um, and your dad were bashing. You no, I was bashing. My dad doesn't know what IPAs are. Every. <laughs> Every now and again, like we'll go to like the like when he's in town, we'll go like to the supermarket. And I'm like, look, or to our local grocery store, and he's like, well, what kind of beer do you want to drink? And I go, I don't know. What do you think? He's like, well, what about this? And it's like some beer that we've never heard of. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, well, let's try it. And sometimes, like he he he'll find out within two minutes if he likes something or not, yeah. or like a sip. And like he like he referred to Miller Genuine Draft Draft as horse piss. I mean, <laughs> he really he's not does, far off I mean, there. <laughs> no, no, yeah, yeah. So I mean, he. I've 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 tried a couple. My dad's. I think he's tried a couple as well. But he he does like Heineken a lot. And I mean, I'm not saying Heineken's an IPA. No, I don't no. know much about IPAs, but I've tried like um, uh, Sierra Nevada. They've That's, got some uh, good ones. They definitely have some good ones. Yeah, that that was different for me because it it's different kind of taste for me. I wasn't used to it at the time, but it's one of those uh, things the, where it, it. I was never all that familiar with it myself. Yeah. And, you know, it's it's a way, I forget what the origin of it was, but I'm pretty sure it was a way to preserve beer over, like, a longer trip. Like, yeah. they added so many more hops to it because it acts as a preservative. It just helps kind of keep it fresher or mm-hmm. whatever. That might, that might not be exactly correct. But, you know, it's just one of those things where there's hops in every beer, of course. Right, right. But you're used to just, they're very, very subtle. You're just used to getting just a little bit of it along with right. all the barley and everything else that just makes, you know, like a normal domestic, like, you know, your Bud right. or whatever and stuff right. like that. So instead, it's just that thing where they just toss so many more hops into a, a batch and really, really pipe out that bitterness and it's where you get it in your mouth and it's just it's got a really really bitter bitter mouth feel to it emily loves that word <laughs> dude i don't you know what the way you 
what you know that that segment what you're drinking i like the way you guys like summarize your beer and the way you like i envision myself tasting the beer when you guys talk about it i, the, I, I no bullshit seriously i'm like huh. I'm, i mean you know and, and thank you for that because that's one of those things i think if if we were to really ever sit and talk about how or why we do that segment that's probably the best that i could come up with for an explanation of why we do it it's you yeah. know, to give people out there recommendations of stuff that we like, if especially, I mean, some of the beer we drink is very local, so you're not going to find it. But right. at the very least, we can transport you and we can put that beer in your mouth in a yeah. manner of speaking and be like, oh, yeah, I'm kind of there. Like this week on the show, I had a salted caramel stout. Yeah, so that that's cool, man. So in the in the East Coast, I'm curious because in Texas, it's, it's a big deal, but... um. It, the beer drinking is a, is a is a nice thing. I, I'm guessing there's so many different choices to choose from over there compared to I would assume Texas because IPAs aren't really talked a lot about. Talked, to, they're not frequently mentioned here in in Texas as, as much as I would think up up there like they are. Well, I mean, it, it probably depends where you are in Texas because I've got a friend of mine that lives down in El Paso. And she's yeah. told me about numerous different breweries and different bars that she's gone to where she's had tons of local beers from, yeah. from down well, there. You know, so, I mean, it, it's probably there. It's probably just one of those things that you're not as aware of. Maybe right. because you don't really actively seek it out. You know, That's true, too. You probably, I mean, you I mean, you drink, you know, like the episode with your dad, you're drinking Land Sharks and whatever yeah. else and stuff like that. So you probably just not paying as much attention to it, but it's one of those things where as soon as you tune into it, like you start looking for mm-hmm. breweries because you're around San yeah. Antonio, right? Yeah. Oh, I, mean, I am in San Antonio. Actually, yeah, yeah, so, the Pearl breweries here. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I guarantee if you started actually actively looking for breweries to go to, all of a sudden you'd find this whole culture of beer that you didn't even know existed. Cause that's kind of how it was for me at first. Yeah. When I first really broke into drinking these things, I was like, oh, man, look, this is good, this is good, this is good. And then I find out all of a sudden that there's these breweries in my backyard. Like, what the hell? Where did these come from? And then so many more. Craft beer is such a huge, explosive movement right now. There's so many more craft breweries opening up everywhere. Wow. And it's great. It's Um, it's so great. Yeah. You you know what? I I take – okay, so we actually last year – uh, last July on vacation, we actually went to the Pearl Brewery. So I did. We did try different beers. I took my neighbor. Nice. We took our neighbor and his wife. I forgot about that place, <laughs> but it, it was good. It, it was nice to try. I I, I do want to take my dad over there the next time he comes, just so that way we can check it out because it's like a like a. I think so that'd be really cool to get your dad's input on you know a yeah. few different varieties of beer and stuff like that and you know sometimes you know some people are like no 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 i like my whatever i'm drinking and that's all i'm ever going to drink but some people Mm -hmm. you know once they open their mind oh yeah they'll they'll jump right to it you know yeah i do definitely and um i i so uh do you so the big beer the the popular texas beer is like shiner bach because shiner is like maybe three hours away from san antonio or four hours it's it's here in texas shiner texas so they make their beer make their beer but it that one it it takes a little bit of time to get used to but um it's weird dude i mean i'll share this story with you when i first started drinking i couldn't drink like beer i didn't like the taste of it because i i i didn't like it so my dad's like it's an acquired taste it takes a little bit of time to do it uh to get used to it so finally i think one day i I finally started drinking beer i was drinking some of that weak ass malt liquor shit and anyway but fuck i mean but (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you can just but tell you know, us it was Smirnoff Ice Raspberry. 
Actually, dude, I don't even want to tell you because you probably laugh your ass off. <laughs> you know what? We're gonna fucking take it out. So it doesn't you know really what? Gonna, it, it doesn't matter. It was, Zima, because... it was Zima's. You remember Zima's? I remember Zima. Yeah, I used to dude, drink I that shit to... when I was a teenager. Everybody did, dude. Man. If if you were like nineteen, if you were a teenager in the nineties and stuff like that, because that's especially what was that like late nineties that stuff hit? Yeah, late nineties. Yeah, 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 yeah. Dude, everybody did, and nobody can say they didn't, and nobody can posture about it because if you were our age. In the late '90s, you definitely did it because yeah. you were that age in the late '90s where you drank literally anything you could get your hands on. I'm not right. proud of some of the beers that I used to drink when we used to have parties. Yeah. We used to have people buy us beer and they would go get us like Jenny Cream Ale and shit. That shit's rancid fuck? as hell. I can't even stand the 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 smell of it, let alone the taste of it nowadays. Yeah. I don't even know how I drank it. But when you're that age, when all you want to do is just get fucked up, yeah, it's great. <laughs> it's great because yeah, it'll dude. get you fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah man it, now it's just like okay now I, I have you know we're all specifics and everything but yeah so I mean I, I did that and your I palate got has beer. refined with age you can say yes it has <laughs> and you know I, I wish we I wish we had talked about this but I'll, I'll share this with you because it, it's kind of funny and I, I think I'll leave it on there but um, when I was 18 and I mean everybody's parents would buy them beer occasionally when they were old enough and they felt they were mature enough to yeah. drink I mean so my dad my dad and I were outside late, like late May or mid May or April or something. It was, it was close to graduation. I know that. And, um, we had to paint the fence at his house. We were going to paint, you know, he needed to repaint the fence and he said, okay, so get your ass up early tomorrow. I'll buy breakfast and we're going to paint the fence. And I said, okay. So we were out there painting the fence and, um, we're like halfway through. It's it's, cause it's it gets really funny because he, we're like halfway through and he's like, Hey, you want a beer? And I go, uh, yeah, let's get a beer. And he's like, okay, so I'm going to, let's go to the store. So we get in the store and he gets, he gets a quart, you know, a quart of, um, of a Miller light for himself. And he gets one for me. He's like, all right, let's go. So we go home and we start, we're, we're, we're still painting and he's drinking it because my, you know, like on a hot day now, when I think about it, dude, a beer and you're out there working, a beer is so freaking good. And you're out there working. Nice so ice anyway, cold beer, yeah. Oh yeah, nothing like it. Oh yeah, dude. So so he he drink he's drinking it like it's water, and I'm I'm struggling with it. And he's like, "What the hell? What's wrong with you?" And I said, "I can't. I'm not used to this taste, man." He's like, "Well, he's like, well, what the well, what the fuck do you?" Or he didn't. I mean, he I, I may be coloring it up a little bit. He's like, "Well, what the fuck do you like to drink?" And I said, "Well." <laughs> He's like, I know you. I know you've gone a couple of parties, and I'm like, okay, so this is where I I do this, right? And he's I said, "Can you get me? Can you get me some Zima?" And he's like what the hell is that? And I, and I'm telling him, he's like, God. And he's like, you're a, what is that pussy ass shit? You know, he tells me that. I'm like, <laughs> and so he's like, okay. So he goes and he gets me like a six pack. And by now we're not painting anymore. Right. We're just sitting down listening to music. Or we're just talking. And that was probably like the third or fourth time that I ever got drunk. And I got drunk off of Zima's and I got drunk with my dad and we we're just there laughing and all kinds of stuff. And I started talking about 20 different things that I want to do. And he's just, He's having a good old time, and That's then, awesome. uh, and yeah, dude. So my mom comes home, and it's dude. It's like two o'clock in the afternoon, and my dad's gonna cook barbecue or something, or I don't know what the hell he's gonna do. And he, so my mom's gonna go to the the store, and she's like, "What do you need?" He's like, "Well, get me a six pack of this," and and he's like, "Get this, get this guy some of that Zim shit or whatever, some <laughs> weak ass shit he's drinking," Zim and I'm shit. cracking up. Yeah, so. <laughs> 
<laughs> so I got drunk like a, by four o'clock in the afternoon. I was done, but and it, dude, it's so funny. So we painted half the fence for a year, Nick. For a year, the pe- <laughs> the fence stayed that way. <laughs> and we'd always talk about going back and doing it. We we never did. By then, I think he he we he had somebody else do it, but it was cool, whatever. So, but that was fun, dude. That was a funny story. That was fun with him. Yeah, d- nobody can ever posture because everybody that was back in that time frame, everybody had Zima because there wasn't anything like it at the time. There was no, no Smirnoff. There was no Mike's right. Hard Lemonade. There was there was none of that stuff. Yeah, the best you could correct, get yeah. was like a Bartles and James wine cooler, and those things were yeah. ass. Yeah, you know. So when and this when the Zima stuff came out, you were like, "Oh man, what is everybody at least tried one?" Yeah, I don't it's care. Like it's Sprite, and and it doesn't taste bad going down. So fuck it, you know. So we that's what I did, and then finally it just uh, stopped, and I I finally got into beer, and that was it. So yeah, I mean, I know, I know, I I guarantee you, there was at least one time when I got completely shit faced off of Zima. So I'm right there mm-hmm. with you, bro. Don't even sweat. Yeah, it. bro. <laughs> Hey man, so you got a lot of things, you know, you know, going on, or you in that mind of yours, and with the podcast, amazing podcast, and you uh, with the the project with that you're working on. But you know, to um, you see big things coming for Epic Film. I mean, do you want bigger things? I guess what I'm trying to get at is monetizing. I, I know we didn't talk about this last time. Are you? Is that kind of like one of the goals with it? I mean, I think all of us have that well, ambition. We've got some sponsors now. You know, we've oh, got nice. okay. five sponsors actually. That are the show pays for itself now. Very good. And we've got, you know, a little bit of capital on top of that. So we're going to turn that into, I think, better equipment. I think right now we're aiming at, we're looking at a mixer down the road. We'd both like to get booms and shock mounts for our microphones because mine, I have this little metal basket thing. Yeah. You can probably hear me pounding on it there. I've got this little metal basket thing that I've got my microphone sitting on top of because my desk sits kind of low to the ground, especially for me. I'm a big guy, I'm 6'4. So yeah, yeah, I've got to get my microphone elevated so it's up by my mouth, and yeah. you know, so I want to get a boom, I want to get a shock mount, and we've got all that, and we just started selling the t-shirts a little more than a week ago, or it was actually That's about awesome, a, actually yeah. it was a week ago today, I think. Yeah, yeah. And a lot of people have started to get them and were sending us pictures of them wearing the shirts. And that's so great. And we kept the prices on the shirts deliberately low just so we could get some shirts out there because we know there's people that have been itching to get them. And I I don't want to be the person that charges like 25 to 30 bucks for a t shirt. You know, I don't feel like we're big enough or that we could even warrant that. But we do get a little bit of money back on the t shirts that sell even at the price we've got them at. So, you know, yeah. with all that stuff like that, we're making a little bit of money. We're not making live off of money. You know, we're right. certainly not where I could pay all my bills. Oh, I'm quitting my job so I can podcast full time. No, no, of course yeah, not. Yeah, yeah. I mean, would I poo poo that? Would anybody poo poo that? Somebody came to you tomorrow and was like, dude, we love World of Row. We want to put it on this network and we'll pay you a six figure salary, you know, oh, to be on the yeah, show. Like of course, that. they're going to hand you notes and they're going to be like, well, we want you to do this. We want you to do this. We want you to do this. But, you know, and people will be like, oh, you're a sellout. You're a sellout. But yeah, I mean, if somebody came to me and was like, dude, you can podcast for a living. Here's a contract. Yep. Give me it. Signed. Done. Boom. Yep. Quit my job and it. start fucking podcasting for a living. You better believe I'll be yeah. all over that shit. So, yeah, I mean, I, yeah. is that what I would like the Epic Film Guys podcast to become? That's harder mm-hmm. to say, I think. Okay. Because, you know, I, I I love the show that we do, and it would be great if that happened, but is that our goal? Is that what I'm trying to achieve? No. no. Absolutely not. I'm trying to reach 
any audience. I'm trying to reach whether one listener or a million listeners. I'm just trying to put out the best show that I can. I'm trying to put out the show that's uh, the most fun, that sounds the best, that you right. know we just have a great time making it and we connect with our audience and we just have a great, great, great time. That's the thing right. that matters the most to me. I would, like I said, if, if it fell in my lap, if it happened, if we got an offer, if all of a sudden somebody wanted us to be part of something, great. I'm never ever going to poo-poo that. You know, of course we'd review it and whatever, but I, right. you know, it definitely would be great. But it's it's not our goal. It's it's not what I'm podcasting for. Because if you're podcasting sure. to be rich or podcasting to be famous, you might as well just go start hucking shit off of a bridge and expect to get famous that way. I mean, it's about yeah. as likely. You know, I mean, it's it's yeah. it's very very difficult. Most of the time, anybody who's making money podcasting is somebody who's already established, like Mark Maron or you know right. Joe Rogan. Those guys are already very well known comedians, so they've already got that audience that's going to follow them to podcasting, right. and that's going to pay. I think they probably have. Do they have pay shows? I don't listen to their shows, so I don't know. But well, well, Maron, I think yeah, he has a shit ton of sponsors. But I mean, dude, I I looked it up one time. I think he makes like. 10 to 15 grand an episode yeah fuck yeah i mean that's dude that'd be great that'd be a dream yeah. like can you yeah can you even imagine making that kind of money doing this like i'd dude, love yeah that. that would make dude, me I so mean, happy but th- that's that's not the goal and that can't right. be the goal i feel because if that's all you're focused on and i do know some podcasts that all they care about is i want downloads 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 i yeah. just i want to get bigger i want to make money i want to get a, if that's all you're focused on then you're never going to get there you're just right. never going to get there because you're not focused on making the best thing that you can and connecting with your audience. You're just focused on trying to get something from your audience and trying to, you know, improve your own position. If you're not doing exactly. your show from a pace, yeah. If you're not doing your show from a place of love, a place of passion, where you're just you you're in love with doing it and it just makes you so happy to do it week to week, right? Then you're you're, you're doing it for the wrong reasons. And not exactly. to say that nobody ever got rich from doing, you know, something just because they were able to make their way in it. You know, it's not to say it couldn't ever happen, but right. I feel like I mean, they're like, missing out on the experience, though. Right. And I think it's like uh, if people will, who love the Harry Harry Potter books, J.K. Rowling wasn't making them to make money. She was making them because she just had this this thing and she wrote down and wrote and wrote and wrote and wrote. And then eventually it became this amazing thing. And it didn't happen overnight. It took like... A f- couple years or longer than that i'm sure like 10 15 20 years or something oh yeah I mean, it, it took a long time like i said i think it's the film podcast and i'm sure that there's a lot of people out there that that may be listening to this and may think otherwise but i think it's the best podcast out there though every every bit of it i enjoy like now, I, I do that means a lot dude thank you very very much yeah of course man of course i i, I enjoy it i like what you guys are doing i you know i I hopefully I'd lobby. I hope one day I can actually be on there and talk shit with you guys about something. I mean, we've, I, we've I mean, got to get you on the show. It's absolutely, absolutely <laughs> got to happen. I don't yeah, know dude, when. I would love to. It's, yeah, it's tough exa- to I mean, work sure, out yeah, the details it's, it's and tough. stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, dude, no problem. People have schedules, and I, you know what? We caught this interview today. It was a last minute thing, and it, it was, was great. But I, you know, I wasn't feeling well. I, I was, you know, a little sick yesterday. I still feel a little under the weather today. I feel better today, yeah. but. You know, it just happened to be that I was going to be home because I was under the weather. I wasn't feeling good. And you were like, hey, who's available for an interview? I'm like, dude, sign me up. Down. Good. <laughs> yeah, That's you're great. right away, dude. It's so great. 
It's, yeah, dude, I'm it was glad great, that I man. saw you post that because I was able to jump on it and here we are. And I love talking to you, dude. It's so great. Yeah, likewise, man. When it's we great, get dude. to talk and, you know, like I said, we talk all the time in the Slack chat back and forth. Hey, man, so do you want to you wanna plug your plug your show and everything oh, before we yeah, close up? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, our next episode will be dropping tomorrow. That's as of recording day. As of the time this episode lands, who knows when that'll be. But Every Thursday. Yep. So we are live every single Thursday. It is www.epicfilmguys.com is the website. We're hosted over on Podbean at epicfilmguys.podbean.com. And you can find us on all the major social media sites, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, at Epic Film Guys. Instagram is Justin, so if you're over there, that's Justin's stuff. On Twitter, I'm the one that handles all that, so that's who you'll catch there. And Facebook is both of us. We both get on there and talk to everybody that comes on Facebook. So, yeah, I mean... Anybody out there that checks out the show or listens to the show, thank you. It, it means absolutely the world to us. And if you're on this show right now, get over to iTunes and leave a good five-star review for Roe and oh, help thanks, him man. raise up nice the ranks, man, because I love being on this show. I love talking to you, dude. It's always, always a pleasure. And, hey, if I can if I can do anything to get you further up that ladder, I will push your ass up it as fast and as hard as I can. Dude, thank you so much, man. Nick, you're an awesome guy. Thank you for plugging my show. Thanks for being on my show. I love having you on the show. And thanks for making such an amazing podcast. I enjoy it, man. Yeah, absolutely. Our pleasure. We will keep doing it. All right. Well, Nick, thank you so much for being on the podcast. I always have a great time talking with you. Good luck with all the projects and everything. Epic Film Guys, guys, listen to his podcast. I've already told you guys this before. He was on episode eight. Listen to it. He's going to do a review on Ghostbusters. The movie's going to be shit. We already know the answer to that. <laughs> yeah, anyway, I'd like to give him shit about that. Um, yeah, so guys, uh, you know that that's this episode this week. Thank you for listening in. 26 episodes now. I mean, last week was episode 25. If you guys haven't checked it out yet, go ahead and check it out. It's a great episode hosted by my buddy Fear. He's one of my, one of my, you know, go-to colleagues. Who are not colleagues? Go-to guy. He's, he's my buddy. I, I wanted him to host the show. It was a lot of fun. Always talking to him is great. So check it out if you can. Um, social media. Let's talk a little bit about that. Uh, Twitter, Instagram, and Vine at Roel Santos Jr. You can go to facebook.com slash you can check out the page, like the page. Um, a lot of other things coming up. You know, the Patreon account, uh, the website. I'm still working on that. It's just taking me a little bit of time. Right now, I am doing this outro from California. That's right. I made a... My wife and I took a little getaway trip to take part into some festivities. Uh, keep an eye out on the Instagram and everything like that. And um, I hope you enjoy your weekend. I hope you guys have a fantastic time. You know, the driving over here is a pain. It's crazy. It's a long drive. You know, we got to do it again on Sunday. So um, when you guys hear the next week's episode, I'll probably talk a little bit about the trip and how everything went. So um, tune in for that. So you've been listening to The World of Row. I'm Row, and you're not. And stay tuned as The World of Row continues to turn. Have a great weekend, everyone. We'll catch you next week. <laughs>